Good morning and welcome. Good morning. The Lamb of God will be our shepherd. He will guide us to the water of life. Grace to you and peace in this Easter season of resurrection. It is good for us to be together in Christian worship. I want to welcome everyone to worship this morning, whether you're here in person or joining us online. We are so glad you have chosen to worship with us today. We begin our worship by lighting the Christ candle. Whenever we do this, we remember Jesus' promise in the Gospel of Matthew that wherever two or more are gathered in my name, I am there among them. Now as we prepare our hearts and minds for worship, I would invite you to use the image and words on the front of the bulletin as a centering prayer to help guide you into this time and space as we listen to the prelude. Let us rise in body or remain upright in spirit as we join together in the call to worship. Praise God, the Good Shepherd. In the valley's deep shadows, God's voice guides us. We are God's sheep. And God never abandons God's own sheep. Let us join our voices together as we sing hymn number 802. Verses 1, 2, 3, and 6.
Let us pray. God, your loving voice calls us with our names spoken so tenderly. We follow joyfully. Jesus, when we lose our way, you don't give up until you have have us securely in your arms. Holy Spirit, help us express our soul's deep desire to meet you in worship today. Amen. Please be seated. Friends, inasmuch as God is our shepherd, let us not fear, but confess our sin that God may restore our souls. Let us pray. Loving Savior, shepherd with a voice we know, be with us when we stray. For we often hear the voices of strangers and follow them to dry pastures and dark valleys. We forget your voice of love and begin to feel small and lost. We fear that we will not have enough to go on, much less have a surplus to offer others. And yet you know us by heart and by name. Call us once again. Restore our souls. Walk ahead of us on the right path, and we will follow you. Remembering your voice, we pray. Amen. Beloved, Jesus is our gate. We will enter and be saved. Jesus is our shepherd. We will walk upon his paths. Jesus restores our souls. And makes us whole. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Friends, John talks about a flock gathered by the shepherd Jesus, while Luke talks about a community melded together in daily life. Both are visions of the church, when everyone worships and shares together. Let us now turn to our neighbors, greeting them in in the peace and unity of Jesus Christ, shepherd of the flock, shepherd of the church. The peace of Christ be with you. And also with you. Peace be with all of you, and as we are sharing that peace, I would invite any young people in our midst to come forward. Good morning. Well, I don't know who gave you that sweet, but... (laughs) So today, I am going to say some quotes some popular phrases from some pretty famous characters and one real person, okay? After I say the phrase, you have to do one thing to show me that you know the answer. Do you know what it is? What do you usually have to do when you know the answer to something? Yeah, I don't want you to raise your hand. I want you to bah like a sheep. Can you do that? All right. For the ones that you know, yeah. All right, are you ready? All right, all right. To infinity and beyond. (laughs) Who is it? Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear, all right. Speed, I am speed. Do you remember this one? You have watched this movie like 10,000 times. Cars, Lightning McQueen, there we go, all right. Somebody gets it. (laughs) Just keep swimming. Who is it? Who is it? Dory. Dory from Nemo. There we go. Me want cookie. (laughs) Cookie monster. (laughs) All right. 
This one you might not know, but somebody out there might. In every job that must be done, there is an element of fun. Who is it? Mary Poppins. Very good. So was that hard or easy to guess, each of those things? Yeah, it was a little hard. Yeah, you have to put your thinking cap on. How could you be certain of who said each phrase? How could you know? Because maybe you saw the movies, right? You had to be pretty familiar with the movie and the character to match their saying with the person saying it, right? Like, if you had never seen the movie Finding Nemo, you wouldn't know that Dory says, just keep swimming. But if you've seen the movie Cars, like you have 10,000 times, (laughs) then you would know that it's Lightning McQueen really easily. Now, the more you know the movie and character, the better you know their voice. Well, I have one more voice for you. All right, you ready? Love each other as I have loved you. Who do you think said that? Jesus. Jesus. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're standing over here this morning because I want you to look at this stained glass window. That is a picture of Jesus depicted as the good shepherd. You see he's carrying the shepherd's crook in one hand and he's got two lambs. He's carrying one and there's another right by his feet. Well, Jesus isn't a cartoon character. Jesus isn't in the movies that you watch at home. He's the good shepherd who takes care of us just like a shepherd takes care of his flock. Jesus says that his sheep know his voice and they follow him. They know when he is speaking and they know who it is. Will you pray with me? Dear God, we thank you that you help us hear and know Jesus' voice. We want to follow you today and always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now hold on. Don't go anywhere because Miss Trudy is here. Because it's two cents a meal. Hey, I want to ask you. Do you know what? You can stick your hand up. They don't bite. Do you know what these are? What do they look like? Cones. Okay. All right. What do they look like now? Spears? Kind of. Okay. These were poking me in my back pocket this morning when I sat down in the pew. These are knitting needle covers. No, they don't bite. No, they don't bite. They just felt uncomfortable when I sat down. So, there's two of them. Why do you think there's two of them? I'm getting to two cents a meal. Why do you think there's two of them? There's two needles. Okay, so Ray is knitting, and I asked her to do me a favor. Do you think you can knit with just one needle? No. Why? My favorite word. Why? I don't know. Well, because you have to move it from one needle to another needle, so then it makes everything that's hanging down below the needles, okay? So, do you think that you could get anything to eat for one penny? No. No. You need to have at least two or more. They used to make penny candy back when I was your age, but they don't do that anymore. So, you need to thank you. I so appreciate it. And see how she's using both needles together? Okay. To make something bigger, right? That's what we do with two cents a meal. We put all of our pennies and our nickels and our dimes and our quarters and, yes, the green bills together, okay? And we put them all together and we help people here locally who have trouble putting food on their table to feed their families and around the world, too, okay? So do you want to help me collect? Do you want to help me collect? Okay, cool. All right. Thank you so much, Ray. I appreciated that. And she didn't know she was getting put into this until like 
you know, right before I start. Okay, so take whichever baskets you want. You'll take the bottom one? Okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. Okay. All right. So what we do with this, we really do. It goes to the Presbyterian Disaster Hunger Fund. Um, it helps here locally. You know, many people think that Gilderland is a well-heeled community. And yes, we have a good school system, and you go to different parts of Gilderland, and housing and apartment rents are different rates. But there's a lot of people who are food insecure. And if you're food insecure, you can't learn. You, you know, you have trouble enjoying everyday life. So that's what we do with this money. We help to lighten other people's loads and other people's burdens. So I want to thank you for contributing. Oh, my goodness. Okay. You feel like what? <laughs> well, it's not a contest. It's really not a contest, you know. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Um, I think it was. Yeah. Actually, I think it was a draw. I think it was a draw because this whole basket is like half full. So, can we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for everyone here who has helped to contribute to this drive every single month, year after year. I thank you for Megan's hands, Atticus's hands, who helped to collect it today, and ask your blessing on these monies as you know where the best need for them is. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Friends, let us pray as we approach the unfolding of God's word. Holy God, you are the way, the truth, and the life. By the power of your Holy Spirit, speak your word to us, that we might know you more deeply and love you more fully. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Our gospel lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 10, beginning to read at verse 1. Listen for the word of God. Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the, shape, the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. God, we thank you for your word, the story of your grace. Let us rise in body or remain upright in spirit 
as we sing together hymn number 410, God is Calling Through the Whisper. kids refer to as that ancient year of 1997, <laughs> through the magic of new digital technology, the beer company Coors aired a commercial during the Super Bowl that featured a surprise cameo appearance by John Wayne and the cast of Bonanza including Ben and Haas Cartwright. It was a breakthrough and one of the most popular commercials from that year. I remember watching news reports about how ingenious this was. To see the long-dead Duke and other beloved characters from years gone by saunter into a bar appealed to our nostalgia. But we knew it wasn't real. We all knew that the Duke had died nearly 20 years previous. We knew the cast of Bonanza didn't still look like that. Besides that Ben and Haas and Little Joe had all been gone for a while. Their images, while delightful, were just grainy enough to remind us that what we were seeing was not actually there. This technology, though, over the course of the past 25 years, has only improved. 
from Coors Light commercials to Star Wars movies, the image and likenesses of celebrities long dead have continued to be present in our cultural consciousness, appearing as if still alive. This past week, news broke that the editor-in-chief of a German magazine had been relieved of her duties after it was discovered she had published a fake interview. The interview was created using artificial intelligence, or AI, with Michael Schumacher, a former seven-time Formula One champion who has not been seen in public since he suffered a brain injury in a skiing accident in 2013. We have been seeing such increased use of these AI technologies and their ability to impersonate anyone that alarms are being raised, not only about the ethics of using such automation, but about privacy, safety, and security. If someone can create a video likeness of me and my voice, could they not use that to access my bank account, my pension? If we can't trust what we see, what we read, even what we hear, what can we trust? A person's voice is unique and distinguishable, yet research has shown that most of us are exceptionally bad at recognizing the voice of others. To say nothing of recognizing your own, I hate listening to my own voice. But it's why when you pick up the phone and the other person says, it's me, you take a minute and think, okay, who's me? Do I know someone named me? <laughs> Recognizing voices requires two processes that operate simultaneously. First, we need to distinguish between the voices of different people telling people apart, but we also need to be able to attribute a single identity to all the different sounds, talking, laughing, shouting, that can come from the same person. Inflection, tone, decibel, all of these merge together into a mess for our ears to discern. This is part of why email is so problematic. We lose all of those and end up filling in with guesses. So an email that was written with the best of intentions can be, when read by someone in a bad mood, come across completely wrong. All of that to say, Perceiving the voice of a stranger is quite difficult for us. But when it comes to those with whom we're more familiar, still hard. As Carol notes in her music notes in our bulletin this morning, this is one of the sheep Sundays in the liturgical calendar. Two of the four lectionary readings, Psalm 23 and our reading from John, are about the good shepherd. And we know these verses well, don't we? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Most of you had to memorize that when you were back in Sunday school. Way back in those ancient days of the 1900s. This technique is common throughout scripture, comparing God's people to animals, particularly herd animals like sheep. There's something comforting about this, reminding us of our vulnerability and that there is someone watching out for our safety and well-being. 
That there is someone brave who will fight off threats, who will seek us out when we wander, who will ensure we have all that we need to be healthy and happy. National Geographic reports that pets, even cats, who seem entirely uninterested in, well, anything, (laughs) anything they don't want to be interested in. I see the correction coming from Ray. (laughs) If they're not interested in it, they don't care. But even cats are able to distinguish their owner's voices from that of strangers. Our tech devices like Siri and Alexa are trained to recognize the voice of the one who programs them. A startling new long COVID symptom called face blindness has emerged in which people are unable to recognize faces, even those of loved ones. However, in the absence of the perception of sight, their auditory perception is enhanced and they are able to distinguish between people based on their voices alone. It should strike us that what all of these things have in common, from pets to loved ones to Alexa and Siri, what they have in common, including the sheep who follow the shepherd, is proximity. To recognize someone means we need to be close to them. We must spend time with them, get to know them, discover what distinguishes them from anyone else. In doing this, we learn their voices and can perceive what they're saying to us. Who are we spending time with? What are we hearing? Are we practicing listening to the good shepherd of our souls? But what is becoming as important as recognizing the sound of the voice of the shepherd is to discern the content of what the shepherd is saying. Because these are strange new times and it is becoming ever more difficult to distinguish between the voice of Jesus and all the rest. There are so many voices clamoring for our attention, vying for our affection, And some of them claim to represent the voice of Jesus. But they end up being, pardon the cliche, wolves in sheep's clothing. They say they are speaking for God, but are lining their pockets to enrich themselves. They claim to be for Jesus, but speak messages of exclusion, marginalizing vulnerable people. They prop themselves up as proponents of building the kingdom of heaven, yet embrace heresies like white supremacy. The voice of Jesus, the real voice of the shepherd, will always point to love. To love, to inclusion, toward justice. And if there's any doubt about what any of that looks like, just go to Matthew 25. It's all there. It's feeding the hungry. It's visiting the sick. It's clothing the naked and liberating the oppressed. Our world is loud. It is filled with voices of all kinds. Who are we listening to? What do we hear? Amen. Let us pray. Resurrected Savior, host at the table, giver of abundant life. We are blessed to be your gathered community. 
Open our awareness to this world of need, a world in need of your love and life. Open our hearts to share the bread of your life with all. Amen. This morning we have a minute for mission, and at this time I would like to invite Mickey to come forward to share that with us. mission today is about the church world service blankets. Now in previous years you've seen me wrap myself in a yellow blanket or a gray blanket or ask other people to wrap themselves in a gray or yellow blanket. This year, previously the yellow blankets used to be 10 and the gray blankets were 15. This year everything is 10. They decide which kind of blanket needs to go where. And in the bulletin today, you do have a, an insert about the blanket program. And you also have an envelope that you can put your money in if you'd like to put it in before you hand it over to me. Um, and you can get one of two different cards. This is the one that we had for many years, it, they both say blanket the world with love, blanket the world in love, and inside it says, a compassionate gift has been given in your honor to support the Church World Service, CWS, blanket program. May you spread this love. Oops, sorry. Oh, sorry, Zoom people. Um, so, you can get any number of blankets. Uh, last year, we did over $2,000. I think it was $2,600 worth of blankets. Um, and if you, if you do at least $2,000 this year, I'll do it again next year. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a threat or a promise or, or what it is, but be generous, guys. Uh, blankets are needed in the United States, all over the world, all the places that are, ha are in crisis. So uh, I'll be in the fellowship hall afterwards, and I have the cards and would be happy to accept your donations. Thank you. A couple more things that are uh, going on in the life of our church. Um, please note the, um, the reverse Advent calendar for the summer um, is here, um, and we will be collecting things uh, through the first full week of June, um, and thank you to uh, Presbyterian Women for spearheading that. Uh, you will also see there is a survey in uh, your bulletin, and this is to help us get an idea of when people are available for Bible studies uh, and book studies, and what things people might be interested in learning about. Uh, this went out as a um, Google form, so you may have filled it out online, um, or you can fill it out uh, on paper and just leave it in the bullet in the offering plate, and we'll get those to Kim so she can compile the responses. Um, this Thursday, May 4th, the first Thursday of May is always the National Day of Prayer, uh, and this Thursday, uh, I will be here in the sanctuary from 9 to 2. Uh, praying. Um, I will be praying all day. And anybody is welcome to join me at any time for however long you have. If you've got five minutes or an hour, I'll be here. Uh, the doors will be open and uh, let's face it, we could use some prayer in our world right now. Uh, and finally, uh, I know that Bruce would appreciate me lifting up 
that barbecue season is right around the corner. Um, we have uh, three Brooks barbecues scheduled this summer, and the first is on Wednesday, June 7th. Uh, it is never too early to sign up to help. Uh, we need to know that we have enough people uh, signed up to be able to make it run. Um, please consider uh, signing up for one or two shifts uh, for this really important fundraiser. Um, we count on these three fundraisers for um, a significant help to our operating expense budget. Um, if you have any questions, please see Bruce. Um, and yeah, the head chicken is getting ready. That's good. That's it. Congregation, some of the earliest memories of the church record acts of generosity of meeting the needs of any and all. The church earned the goodwill of everyone who witnessed and experienced this gladness. Let us give with open hearts as our ancient siblings in Christ did.
Let us pray. God of abundant life, host of our table, resurrected Savior, we devote ourselves and these gifts to your vision of a community that meets the needs of any and all. We give our gifts of money and work, of prayer and phrase, of presence and purpose to our friends and neighbors. Bless our offering that it may meet the needs, both small and large, of your great and generous blessings. Amen. Please be seated. morning, uh, I would ask for continued prayers for my sister Hillary and her husband Josh as they continue to wait for a little one to come. Uh, she is just about a week past due, um, and this, this, little, this little guy has given her a run for her money already, um, but uh, they are anxiously awaiting his arrival. Um, getting closer from what I've heard. We're getting there. Um, we also lift up uh, in prayer uh, the people and the community in Texas that was um, affected by this most recent uh, spate of gun violence. Um, there are just no words. We lift them up. Are there other joys or concerns this morning? Chandra. That's Virginia. We pray for Chandra's friend, Virginia, who's going to be traveling to Venezuela uh, to visit family. We, we do have, we have some very gifted artists in our midst, uh, from the front of the sanctuary to the back, uh, and a proud dad moment, uh, the cover of the bulletin was done by my daughter. Um, and she handed it to me a few weeks ago and said, you could use this for a bulletin. And I said, I'm going to. <laughs> um, Laura uh, has just had a piece uh, accepted to a jury gallery. Uh, congratulations on that. That is wonderful, wonderful news. Um, we also have a champion speller in our midst. Um, Cindy Waddock um, is uh, going to be going for, uh, what is this, like the Albany area championship or... But to be fair, she gives all the credit to her partner, 90-year-old, what was her? Jane Keller. Jane. Yes. Oh my she is so smart, so I'm lucky i her. <laughs> well, congratulations and good luck today. Uh, sounds like a lot of fun. Thanks, it is fun. Fred. It, it is good to see you this morning and, uh, and that you are recovered. Uh, we praise God for that. Marianne.
we, we continue to pray for uh, Reen, uh, and who will be receiving her PET scan on Tuesday, um, the results, uh, and for your sister Betty, uh, who was in the hospital this week with a heart arrhythmia. Yes, a, a joy that Myra is home um, and 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 feeling better. Good. Uh, we we praise God for that as well. Others, Karen. Yes, we, we pray for Bob and Eileen, who welcomed a grandchild uh, this week, uh, but also a friend of Matt's who gave birth very prematurely. Uh, we pray for people uh, who are experiencing the whole spectrum of pregnancy um, and all of the struggles and joys that meld into one. Nancy. celebrate uh, that Alice was baptized two weeks ago. What a wonderful celebration. And that Amy could play the flute uh, during that service. That's wonderful. And she is uh, she's moved here and, and moving in. Um, that's great. Last night at 1130. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they were quiet. <laughs> well, wonderful. Wonderful news. Others, uh, Darlene. you could hear that because my uh, my repeating it will not do it justice but um, uh, Darlene gives thanks for you and uh, the uh, wonderful support and singing that you have been, um, given um, yeah. and she's got a smiley face on there so she heard <laughs> wonderful wonderful Betty We, we pray for Ross, uh, Ross and his family in uh, the death of his sister, Joan, uh, who, is she the one out in Wisconsin? Yes. Okay. We, uh, we, we pray for all of the, that family uh, and all who knew her and loved her um, in their loss. Any others? Mickey. Congratulations. Jonathan will be promoted to captain in the Navy out in California, and uh, you'll be able to be there. That's wonderful. Congratulations. As we turn uh, to prayer 
to this morning, when I say, in your great love for us, your response is, hear our prayer. In your great love for us, Jesus, the good shepherd, you came to give us life, and not just any life, but abundant life. So let us never hesitate to ask from you good things for all people. Good shepherd, in your great love for us, hear our prayer. For your church in all the world, that we would be a community with open doors, not reflecting divisions in our community, but shattering them with open tables. In your great love for us, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they would fear your judgment, knowing that the people under their watch first belong to you, the great shepherd of all people. In your great love for us, hear our prayer. For the earth you have made, the prairies, the valleys, the mountains, the oceans, that we might be good stewards of them, tending to them as you tend to us so tenderly. In your great love for us, hear our prayer. For the poor who are ignored, that they may know they are God's image bearers, and that we may know they are God's image bearers. In your great love for us, hear our prayer. For migrants and refugees, that though they might be without a nation, they may know they are not without a God and an advocate. In your great love for us, hear our prayer. Good shepherd, we lift up to you this morning all of these joys and all of these concerns and everything in between. God, for those that have been named aloud and those that go quietly in our hearts, we know that you know them all, you hold them all, God, we thank you for being a God who listens and loves. In your great love for us, hear our prayer. And hear us as we lift to you the prayer you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let us rise in body or remain upright in spirit to sing our final hymn, Number 39, Great is Thy Faithfulness.
Beloved, by the signs and wonders of the early church, everyone was struck with awe. This week, let us show signs and wonders of this church. The resurrection power of Jesus Christ, shepherd of the church, is upon us. Jesus came that all may have life and have it abundantly. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. May goodness and mercy flow from us all the days of our lives. Go in peace with the great shepherd reminding you of who you are and whose you are. Amen. Thank you.